What's up everybody, John Hoover, All Sooners, along with Ryan Chapman. I got Randall Sweets. We're on the uh, turf at the Alamo Dome. Sooners just went down and down hard, 38-24 to the Arizona Wildcats. This was not an ideal game for either team. What a weird game this was, you guys. Uh, Ryan, we, we made the assessment before the game. We, it felt like Arizona wanted this game more. It felt like it meant more to Arizona, but Oklahoma had the better players. I think that bore out tonight, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you saw Arizona had the hot start as Jackson Arnold, the true freshman, worked his way into the game. Arnold settled in. Oklahoma dominated the second and third quarter up until Jalil Farouk decided he has a fumbling problem. We'll get to that. Uh, and then the fourth quarter, Oklahoma just couldn't get back over the hump because uh, didn't have enough offensive line play that was consistent. Not enough happening around Jackson Arnold to overcome the freshman mistakes from Jackson Arnold. And what you got was Arizona pulling away. And now Brent Venables has as many losses in his Oklahoma career as Lincoln Riley did throughout his entire tenure in Norman. Woof. Uh, Randall, you're down on the field. Three of those turnovers, Oklahoma was, Brent Venable said it in the postgame press conference, you can't win a game if you're if you're six to one on the, uh, he said if, if you're down in turnover margin six to one, you cannot win a game. That's what Oklahoma was, six to one. Three interceptions by Jackson Arnold. It was nearly four, but it was ruled a fumble instead. Two fumbles by Jalil Farouk, one fumble by Jackson Arnold. That was 100 million percent the difference in the ballgame. How hard was Arizona hitting tonight? You're down on the field. That was impressive stuff. Well, it was physical all night. I mean, I'm sure you guys could tell from up in the press box, but I mean, down here on the field, the players were talking trash to each yep. other after every play. I mean, Drake Stoops gets his helmet ripped off. He's getting up. He's talking trash to the Arizona players. So, I, I mean, you said it. Arizona was motivated. I think, again, you, that bore out not only in um, the way they uh, in the way they played and especially in uh, the physicality that they had at the line of scrimmage, you know, on the defensive and, you know, flying around, uh, even at the second levels, you know, laying the hits on Jackson Arnold took a few pretty big hits, you know, some of the running backs, uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I, I think that really you could tell that they, uh, that Arizona, the Wildcats, they were fired up for the game. Um, and they, they were, uh, they were letting Oklahoma, the players, the coaches, the fans hear it uh, all game. And I think at the end of the game, uh, if you didn't see, uh, some the Arizona guys were, uh, you know, pointing at the Oklahoma sideline, talking some trash there. And and I think that, that you saw them kind of play that way all night. They were uh, not, not, not in a bad way, and it, you know, that bore out well. You know, uh, you look at the stats and, and the numbers are support what, what we were saying. Oklahoma, 562 yards total offense. Uh, Arizona had 383. At one point, it was 527 to 270. Uh, but uh, Oklahoma was sloppy with football, kept giving the ball back to Arizona. Arizona picked up some yards and some touchdowns, obviously, late to kind of even this thing out. The thing started sideways. OU falls behind 13 to nothing. Then they reel off 24 unanswered points and made it look effortless. But again, the collapse, 25 unanswered points for Arizona to finish this thing. How do you account for that? How do you account for that many, those kind of wild swings in one game? Uh, Jalil Farouk can't hold to the football. Uh, he torched two scoring drives, one of them that would have got Oklahoma up 14 to 13 in the first quarter, or the second quarter, excuse me, going into uh, the end zone opposite of us. And then Oklahoma up 24 to 13. Whether you believe in it or not, ESPN win probability, the Sooners are driving Jalil Farouk is about to catch a ball and put Oklahoma in the red zone, and the win probability was like 96%. Jalil Farouk, who fumbled against Tulsa, opening kickoff, who fumbled a crucial fumble against Kansas and had two awful turnovers tonight, 
pulls the ball down and quickly just lets it get punched directly to the air. It turns into an 86 yard pick six initially was ruled, turns to a, a scoop and score. Arizona sideline was dead. The Oklahoma fans had taken over, sees total momentum. Jaleel Farouk laid this game up on a platter. You gotta help your true freshman out. I know Jackson Arnold turned the ball over four times himself, but Brent Venable said they've gotta be better around Jackson Arnold. It starts with Jaleel Farouk. You can't be the veteran guy. You can't be the guy that was supposed to be the go-to number one wide receiver coming into the year and give up those two awful plays. Arizona suddenly had some life. And that was the only points Oklahoma allowed in the third quarter was not anything the defense did. It was Jaleel Farouk unable to hold onto the football, what should have been a routine play. Arizona takes uh, takes control of the game early, gave it up in the middle two quarters. Ryan said, listen to these numbers, 361 yards by, by uh, Jackson Arnold. 361 is the fourth most ever in OU Bowl history. In your first career start, good job, good on you, right? Then you give up the, the, the three interceptions, which Randall, this is something that I thought I saw early on. Maybe you saw it down on the ground on the on the field. He underestimated, Jackson did, underestimated the speed of the closing speed of the Arizona secondary. He was floating balls. He's got a rocket arm and he was floating balls, trying to float them perfectly over and guys were just coming over and stepping in front, undercutting routes. How much, how much did that weigh into the overall three interceptions? I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know, you mentioned that him kind of floating the balls. The one that really sticks out to me is that I think it was the second interception, the one to Drake yep. Stoops, yep. Uh, where uh, I think a safety came over the to, towards the sideline and, and grabbed that one. Uh, but but really, I mean, you, you could talk about it. We we thought that after Jackson Arnold rebounded from those, those first few interceptions that Oklahoma was about to take the, I mean, really just blow Arizona out. At, at, for a second, it looked like that when they went up, I think, 24 to 30. And then you mentioned the Jaleel Farouk fumble, um, you know, another Jackson Arnold interception later, uh, and then that kind of killed all the momentum that OU had and just returned it all to Arizona. And you could really feel that down here on the field with Arizona, you mentioned the Arizona sideline and on the field. I mean, that, that momentum, the swagger that they played with kind of shot back up after forcing those turnovers. Ryan said it right before we started taping, 279 yards by Jackson Arnold of his 361 in the second and third quarter. First quarter, a nightmare. Fourth quarter, also a nightmare. And the end result, 38-24. Sooners are uh, heading home with a 10-3 record. Pretty solid season. I don't think 10-3 is what anybody at Oklahoma is after. You, you talk about like context matters and all this stuff. You had told someone before the season, 10-3, it's a bowl loss, it's the third loss. I think a lot of Oklahoma fans would have taken it. But you look at it, those two losses against Kansas and Oklahoma State, uh, you have terrible play calling in Lawrence, three turnovers. You have terrible play calling in Spots in Stillwater, three turnovers. You come out and turn the ball over six combined turnovers in those two losses, six turnovers tonight alone. That's inexplicable. Teams that are looking to make that step forward do not absolutely implode like that. I don't care if there's a true freshman out there. You saw Gavin Sawchuk. It looked like he pulled up in the third quarter. OU had no running game outside of Gavin Sawchuk. The offensive line was fine at times in pass pro. Uh, Bill Beanbow's got to do a lot of work to that group. They are not ready for the SEC. They are not ready for the SEC, certainly without Caden Green. That's on recruiting and development. That just didn't happen as you look at that. And even like the bright spot, the young piece, Jacob Sexton had some penalties. I think as he kind of just wore down late. Uh, Jack Arnold had no help in the fourth quarter. I think that's why you got the two additional turnovers. There's a lot this team has to fix. They've got to find some sort of consistency on the offense. And that wasn't going to happen in a 15. Sure. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen coming from Levy's offense to Latrell and all that in 15 bowl practices.
Can, can, I, can I say something real quick? I, I just, to me, the, the, this game had a lot of similarities to Oklahoma State in that uh, Oklahoma started poorly. They were able to punch back and fight their way back into the game, but then when it looked like they took control, they weren't able to deliver that kill shot. And eventually, the other team got the momentum back. They went on a long, what, 95-yard drive late in the game, just like Oklahoma State did, to put Oklahoma down and out. And I mean, to me, it felt a lot like that Oklahoma State Yeah, that's game. a good point. Uh, Gavin Sawchuck, 134 yards on the ground. He also had 40 yards receiving, uh, 42. So he was busy. He was dynamic. He was exciting. He was exceptional. They, they spread the football out to uh, Nick Anderson, 73 yards receiving. Drake Stoops got hot late, 82 yards receiving. Uh, Farouk had 57. I said Sawchuck. Brennan Thompson with the 63-yard touchdown career long. He was going to be my X Factor almost. Brandon Thompson with the long touchdown from Jackson Arnold. That was a great throw, very aggressive call. They tried it again in the set in the third quarter. Uh, I guess that was the start of the third quarter. Tried it again on the next drive. But let's talk about the defense. The pass defense was abysmal. They held uh, 51 yards rushing, I think. No, 29 yards rushing for uh, for uh, Arizona. 29 yards net rushing. That includes six sacks, five sacks. Yeah, five sacks. And Oklahoma dominated. Oklahoma switched a little defense. They ran with a three-man front almost exclusively up front. They blitzed a lot. And I thought that really shook Fafita, especially in the second and third quarters. But he got comfortable. He started moving around. Guys, he had two receivers go over 150 yards. That accounted for two touchdowns. What's wrong with the Oklahoma defense going into the offseason? Uh, to, tonight, frankly, who they did everything they needed to do win this game. Big plays aside, who five sacks, 57 and five sacks, 11 tackles for loss. The only touchdown bad. they gave up in the first half was on a short field. The only touchdown they gave up in the third quarter was Jalil Farouk not being able to hold onto the football. They wore down. The yeah. defense was on the field the whole time because the offense couldn't move. I know Brett Venable said, yeah, you got to be better, all that stuff. I get it. And to take that step to be elite tonight, they limited one of the most explosive offenses in college football to 250 yards through three quarters. Yes, it looked bad in a couple of spots, but they bowed up and they forced two field goals in the first half. Yeah. You got to fix the coverage. It was on the and defense. In the, in the, in the, in yeah. The, uh, second half, they they stiffened in the red zone. That's that's good. They did some good things and they got after Fafita in the backfield. They shut down the running game. But there were receivers running wide open through the second. Well, on the midweek pod, you know, we talked about if Oklahoma's defensive front was able to get home, that that it would help the secondary out a lot. Oklahoma's defensive front got home. But I didn't expect that, did you? I, I didn't expect that either. But you know, guys like Woody Washington, even Gentry Williams on the back end, those guys were getting beat deep. Uh, I mean, Jacob Cowing and um, McMillan. McMillan. I mean, those two guys just. I felt like those were the only receivers Arizona had, but they torched OU. It felt like every time Noah Fafita, especially on, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Who does? But it felt like why the game out on the field that every time there was a third down, McMillan or Cowan was getting the ball and, he, and they were getting the first down. Yeah, Fafita finished with 354 yards, two touchdowns again, sacked five times. He was hurried, he was rushed, yep. he was they, they knocked the hell out of he, him about he, four or five times, yeah. made him really uncomfortable. I like that about the Oklahoma defense. But in coverage, they were struggling. Yes. There was a there was a play coming off the goal line where he just chucked it deep, and there's a receiver down there who caught a 50-yard pass. Both DBs, he's double covered. Both DBs are looking at each other like, where's the football? Where's the football? Well, it's probably up in the air. And they, the receiver came down with it for a 50-yard reception. McMillan, he's got uh, he's got Peyton Bowen, and he's just able to move him out of the way with his hands. He tracks the ball perfectly. Yeah. yeah. What did you have? 
something else? I, I think the defense, the secondary needs to play better. Uh, this is all on the offense. This is 100% on the offense. The defense did everything well, they needed to do. What does Seth Luttrell need to do different as he transitions? On? I don't. Th I thought he called a decent I thought, plan. I thought he called a good game. I thought he called a good game, uh, but the six turnovers. How do you overcome that as a play caller? Yeah, right? yeah. And two, the first two interceptions, especially, I thought were a true freshman quarterback getting yep. up to speed. Yep. There is no game planning for both of the fumbles for uh, Farouk. I thought the last Arnold fumble was literally you're chasing the game at yeah. that point. And that's a freshman that it, like I, I thought that those were all like the really really bad one was probably the one to start the fourth quarter, and then for Latrell and. And Joe John Finley, when Sawchuck, he returned to the game, but he wasn't the same guy. It's not their fault that they don't have any offensive linemen uh, that, that can come in and, and actually get some push in the run game. It's not their fault that Tommy Walker doesn't have the tops. Like, that's stuff that's been issues all year long that we talked about for the first half of the season up until Texas, right? So, uh, that, again, 15 ball practices, that, that wasn't going to fix that all that. But uh, Taylor Tatum's got to come in or Javante Barnes or somebody's got to be a difference maker. And they got a hit on their portal offensive linemen because I think you saw that the depth yeah. just was, was strained tonight. Is I, I think that's where a lot of those holdings came late was they looked exhausted. The interior of that offensive line is going to need some work before next year. That, that could be scary if that's the if you have to deal with those guys as your interior going to the SEC next year, that could be rough. Yeah, that's it. I think we're going to wrap. Nothing else to say about this one. Sooners finish the season 10-3. and three. Again, some good, some bad. Uh, this was a team that was, uh, what did we say, eight points from being undefeated? Yeah. regular season and they come out tonight had the lead in the fourth quarter couldn't stop giving the football away to the Arizona Wildcats in Arizona oh one thing I wanted to get to real quick was Drake Stoops two of his interceptions two of uh, uh, Jackson Arnold's interceptions thank you were forcing the football to Drake Stoops I got the feeling that Arizona came into this game saying you're gonna throw the ball to 12 watch this and they came out and they hit him they beat him up, they knocked him around, they aggravated him, they cut up under his routes, yep. picked the ball off. I thought that was a huge part of the game is they kept trying to force it, he kept trying to force it to Stoops and that was not working early on. Yeah, and uh, finally it got back to it and you saw there was even a moment in the second quarter where I thought Arnold saw Stoops wide open and then decided not to throw it his way. It almost looked like yeah. a guy that was in his head about that. but. Uh, that that's all stuff that I think freshman kinks get worked out. But this was for me the stat of the day. This came from Sooner Stats on Twitter. This is the most turnover six since OU lost Bedlam in 1997. Also a six turnover game. We're going back to the John Blake era yet again. That's not what you want to do if you're Brent Venables. Uh, so much positive this year. The team can implode like this at the finish, and, and you put this big stamp, and you feel excited going to the SEC. There's a lot they got to fix. A lot they got to fix on defense and on offense. Special teams was fine, I thought. Elzinga had the Elzinga game of his great. life. Yeah, that was the game of his life yeah, for Luke Elzinga. Best play of the day for Oklahoma was a 50-yard punt that rolled out of bounds at the one-yard line. And he downed one at the five too. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, and yeah. went at the, went at the 11 as well. Amazing, amazing job by him. Not so much the offense. Defense was hit and miss, I think. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all we got to talk about tonight. We're gonna, we're gonna. I just started cracking up because of something I thought of in the post game. Brent Venables didn't have much to say. They talked for about 15 minutes. The players talked uh, with him for about 15 minutes. Coordinators were not available tonight, so no answers from Ted Roof. No answers from Seth Latrell. Maybe we'll talk to him in the spring.
That's it. Season's over, guys. 38-24 Sooners lose. We'll be on to spring football in a matter of what's, what's going to feel like weeks. Hey, I'll and be, it's softball season. I'll it be is. in Orlando tomorrow. He's in Orlando tomorrow. That's right. Getting out of here at 5 a.m. to go cover some recruiting news in Orlando. And he's coming back here at the end of the week to cover more recruiting here at All Sooners. Keep it here at All Sooners. We've got post-game uh, analysis, interviews, press conference, the whole thing. And stories, notes, everything is at allsooners.com. For Ryan, for Randall, I'm John Hoover. See you guys.